Having you as my doctor has been amazing because I can have the continuity with you time after time. I don't come here and every time I have to retell my story. It's like being home, only I have a doctor here that cares about me, that knows about me. It's nice to see you back. I'm always happy to see you. Thanks for sharing today some of the uh, insights that you've had in coming to see us these 10 years. It's been a journey and I'm so glad to be back. It really feels good. It's like old home. (laughs) The happy place. The happy place, (laughs) for sure. Exactly. Familiar faces. Familiar faces, some new faces too. And it always feels like camp. It feels like coming for a week of camp or two weeks of camp. And it it just feels good because I know what to expect. But yet I'm always learning and developing and resetting myself here. Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about how you first found out about Pritikin? Because this is not a place that's a household name yet. (laughs) But the more and more people share it with people they care about, people that they want to stay alive with. Uh, How did you come to find this place way down here in Miami when you're way up in Michigan? Yep. So I came about it several different ways. First, my mother gave me Nathan Pritikin's book when I was 18 going off to college. And I literally put it on the bookshelf and never opened it. Um, I had always struggled with my weight, 10, 15 pounds. I had done Weight Watchers. I had seen nutritionists. And then fast forward, uh, when I got married, my husband's father had had an angina attack at 50 years old. Mm. And he was not a really a man of means, but went out and had bought Nathan Pritikin's book, bought himself a treadmill. And for 30 years after that, walked every day. His wife cooked Pritikin, no salt, no sugar, no fat. And he was able to change his arteries and never had bypass surgery until he was 84 years old. And he did it electively just because he didn't want to be on medication anymore. And he lived to 89. So again, what (laughs) age was he when he was diagnosed? He was 50 when he was diagnosed. And they wanted him to have... They yeah. wanted him to have bypass surgery at the time, which was very new. And I think they wanted him to go to Dallas, Texas, and he wasn't going to do that. Mm. About what year do you have? An it was idea? about 1979, wow. 78, 79. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So here he's in his 50s and he's told you're pretty sick. And you have to have this surgery. And he says, you know, I'm not having like- surgery. Yes. <laughs> and then in his 80s. Now you're talking three decades later, 30 years older. Yep. He actually had a better heart. Yes. And it's because of the way he ate. Yep. Yep. He was he wasn't overweight. I mean, he may have lost 10 pounds or so, but he just had incredible bad heart disease. And he was able to overcome it on his own by exercising and following a a diet plan. So nutritional plan. So just by reading the book, he got enough information that he learned that there is something out there. And he must have had some faith to, to put up with it, yeah. to learn something new. I think the faith also came in that his doctors told him he was improving. He mm. didn't mm-hmm. have pains. He never had a stent put in. That's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. So after that, so I grew up in a sense with my married life with him eating no salt. I didn't really know so much about the no sugar, no fat, a little bit about the no fat, but I know we didn't salt our foods and they, my in-laws cooked with no salt. So fast forward, my kids are out of college. 
I actually was diagnosed with ovarian cancer oh 10 and gosh. a half years ago. Yeah, that's tough. And when I, thankfully at a very early stage, went through surgery, went through chemotherapy. And when it was done, I said, I'm just tired of doing everything for everyone else. I want to do something for myself. Self-care, <laughs> Self <-care. laughs> all you ladies. <laughs> and I uh, had a friend who sent her daughter here pre-wedding to lose some weight and to become healthier. And I had been following that and she really enjoyed it. And I looked it up and I said, I'm booking myself a trip. I came by myself, which was the best thing. I met so many people, people I'm still in co contact with to yep, this lifelong day. Lifelong friends. I met them where on, we have, there's Facebook groups mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. Pritikin past clients. Uh, sometimes we arrange to meet here or sometimes I just show up and I see familiar faces here because so many people are returnees and they're here not because they necessarily gained 10 pounds or five pounds or their blood pressure went up, but they come to reset themselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so in this world that's so fast paced, one of the things that people are really cluing into is mindfulness, that ability to you know, have checkpoints. And when you realize that your goals are not aligned with your real life, you say, hey, what am I gonna do about that? And this is one of those places where people can come and do that in a fun way. Right. Do you think it takes much willpower or do you think the group setting uh, makes it a lot more fun? Like you said, like camp. I think the willpower starts when you get home, mm -hmm. but the, the tools that they give you here are amazing because everyone has different weaknesses. So depending on what they are, mm -hmm. uh, if food happens to be mine, stress-related eating. Mm -hmm. So I can take an emotional eating class here and reset myself that, that way and learn from it every time. Every time I've come here, and yes. I've come here probably almost 18 times in 10 years, wow. I find that I, t I always take the nutritional lectures, I take some of the medical lectures, but for me, I don't necessarily need the fitness lectures because I do cardio every single day and I work out, but I relearn and delve deeper into the subjects because I'm at a new place in learning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and then science also changes. Right. So science changes. Also, we're not the same people every year. And, right. And we hear things differently from one month to the next sometimes. Right. And let's face it, even in medical school, we don't always remember everything we learn. Uh, if we if you come away from each lecture with just a few key points, that can be life saving. I actually went to your no salt lecture this week for the first time, probably in four or five years. I hadn't heard it recently and it was a totally different lecture and it was amazing. I just look, took away so much from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad when people come because we don't know what we don't know until we give it a little listen. Uh, the thing I like about this environment is that it's nurturing, whether it is from the physicians, whether it's from the nutritionists, whether it's from the exercise team, whatever, like you, you said, whatever limitation or whatever, uh, something about a person that they're insecure about, uh, that all kind of washes away. So much, it is, when I started off by saying it feels like camp, mm -hmm. First of all, having you as my doctor has been amazing because I can have the continuity with you time after time. I don't come here and every time I have to retell my story sure. and start over again. So that's a real benefit of it's like being home. Only I have a doctor here that cares about me, that knows about me. Mm -hmm. 
even last Friday, I, I had a question about my blood work that came back and I emailed you because I didn't want to go the weekend without knowing the answer and you emailed me right back. And that's a very special thing to have that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I walk into the gym and people remember me or I'm always blown away with the, the staff in the dining room. I come in and some, some of the servers who have been here really long said, uh, welcome me and welcome me back my name and also say, well, how's your daughter? I've, I've brought my daughter here three times mm-hmm, with me, mm-hmm. my adult daughter, and what she loves it here. Yeah. What a gift to give to a young person. A lot of times people don't realize that Pritikin is not just for patients who want to reverse heart disease. I mean, that's a miracle in itself. I've seen type 2 diabetes be reversed here when people didn't even know that was possible. Mm-hmm. I've even seen kidney disease improve a bit, eye disease. It's uh, things that we never even realized could happen. So a lot of times Pritikin is associated with those who are sick or people that have serious health problems. But on the other hand, uh, as you know, with your daughter, what a gift to give to a person who's not sick, somebody who can learn the skills early in life so they never have to experience, you know, climbing out of that ditch when we get in trouble. Right. What a gift you gave her. And how is she doing now? She's doing amazing. She, she, as I said, she's been here maybe three times over five or six years. And um, two years ago, after having multiple foot surgeries that kept her in bed, basically on a couch for two years, um, she took the bull by the horn and started exercising and started eating more Pritikin style. And she's taken off 30 pounds and kept them off. See that? And uh, she's great. And it helped her in her whole life. It just helped her whole life be more, you know, just not wonderful for her. So when you eat healthy, it affects your moods. It affects your motivation. It affects your interest in life. It affects your confidence in trying new things, meeting new people, um, kind of coming out of your shell, if you will. And I think that um, what I've noticed in young people especially is uh, really it um, introduces you to life in a way where you're more confident. Um, I, I'm really impressed with a lot of the kids that I've seen. I've been here 18 years now, and I've seen people growing up and sure. when they first came, um, maybe shy, a little insecure, not really sure about themselves. And now they're leaders, peer leaders. They're, they're, I can't even tell you how proud I am to have seen and be actually honored like I am with you and your family, to be part of this journey as people continue to grow and learn. We're all lifelong learners. Right. And uh, continue to experience this world as crazy as it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, overcome so many things. So I was going to tell you a story that I'm not sure you know. I was here once at Pritikin, and it was my last night here with my daughter, and we saw a couple who's a little younger than I am from Michigan that I knew of, didn't know their names, but I recognized them. And I walked up to their table and I said, I know you, I know you live in Michigan. I can't remember your names. And they told me who they were. And I said, I'm really curious. Why did you, why are you here? Because they're in very good shape. I knew they were exercisers mm. and everyone's here for a different journey. And that's the one thing I've learned coming so often. Um, and they said, well, my parents, the gentleman said, my parents have been coming here for 40 years and they just had their 60th wedding anniversary. And we they had a party and they looked at around the room at all their friends and they said, my parents are the most together, active, um, mentally active 
people here, we need to get ourselves to Pritikin. Wow. What and a testimony. It was just, and I was. Real people. Real people. Yeah. And they, <laughs> and they, I think they come back every year now. Yeah. I do have some clients, like I said, that have gone from their 60s to their 80s, some from 70s to 90s. And I kid you not, they are doing just as well, if not better, later in life. Mm -hmm. And I never saw such things in the hospital. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons I come here every day. And I'm looking forward to coming to work because I get to work with people who are really doing things that you just don't see every day. But yet, like you said, everybody comes here with a different goal and a different reason and it, it morphs, it adapts. You can take whatever parts of this you're interested in and parts you don't think right. are for you, you don't have to use. Right. So I'm happy uh, all your journey. I know that you've been um, overcoming quite a lot, yeah. even recently. I actually I had a second bout of ovarian cancer. Uh, After being, how long were you? 10 years. You were 10 years in 10 remission. Years. I never even knew you could have ovarian cancer twice. Yeah. And um, it was considered a new occurrence. And so I've just finished uh, another abdominal surgery that oh was last gosh. July. You don't look like and, you just had surgery. <laughs> well, seven <laughs> months ago and six months of chemotherapy. And oh. I'm eight weeks out of my chemotherapy. And I said to my husband the whole time I was going through chemo, as soon as I'm done, I'm going to put again. Oh, you knew. <laughs> I, I knew I had to get healthy again. And not that I wasn't healthy before, yeah. but being on chemo, I gained a bunch of weight and I could only do what I could do. That's and right. the doctor said to me, we don't care, just don't lose weight. And I just ate what I could because of my gastro issues during the chemo. But I knew I was going to come back here the second I got the go ahead that I could exercise and feel right. And it's I've came I've come for two weeks this time. Um, usually I come for seven to ten days, but it, I need I knew I needed like the full reset. <laughs> right, right. And it's been wonderful. I'm so much stronger. My stamina is better. I've started to lose weight. I started at home following mm -hmm. Pritikin, so mm -hmm. I'd already got because you knew what to do. Don't start. I was floored at my blood work that came back. My second blood work was <laughs> off the charts better. Yeah. Uh, and I came in lower than I usually come into Pritikin because I was already following at home. Right. So I'm just so happy at the, at, you know, at, for being here. I'm so fortunate that I can be here. I mean, I really am, feel very lucky. That it is, I it can is be a here. real blessing. I think to know that if you keep yourself in good shape, you're, that much closer to getting better no matter what hits you you know anything in life can happen and uh, when you're in good shape and you've taken care of yourself as you have i think that you take some of the credit for how well you're doing with this second round well it's it's funny you you say that but thank you thank you first of all but um three weeks after i finished my last chemo um, i was having some shortness of breath issues and mm -hmm. i Paid, wrote a note to my oncologist and the answer I got back from the nurse was, what are you doing walking hills and what are you doing walking two to three miles a day? Aren't you napping in the afternoon and sleeping and chemo stays in your body for six months? And I'm like, no, I'm not napping. Yes, I sleep at night, eight to 10 hours, but I'm active. You know, what's going on? It turns out it was nothing, but um, they were surprised that I was up and about. As you were not the typical patient. No, but 
maybe I have Pritikin to thank for that, you know. I do think it's an investment in your health that pays off year after year and decade after decade, not just with reversing disease or coming back from such a difficult thing as ovarian cancer. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're a survivor. Yeah. And that's not to be taken lightly. Some, you know, sometimes no matter what you do, things happen. But the fact that you can face it stronger and bounce back, we call that in uh, medicine resilience. And the resilience factor that you have is something that is really valuable and you just don't see it every day. And so I'm I'm thrilled that you're noticing even after you're older with this same type of diagnosis and yet you're still experiencing it even within your first week, which a lot of times our sicker patients, they may take two weeks to really feel. And I tell people when they come here and they ask me, do I really need two weeks? Say, well, first of all, this used to be a one month program. Because one month to change habits, one month to kind of make your new normal, one month to get your taste buds adjusted, right? right? And then we condense that to two weeks for the healthy people that used to get the two-week vacation. Uh And now the two-week vacation isn't so common. So we offered a one week. But when I have clients that come for one week and they say, oh, wow, I didn't know there was more. In other words, I didn't know your first week is about learning, you know, fundamentals of what was what and how the body works and why you say what you say. But the second week about action plans and skills and how am I going to, like you said, how, how to take, take it home. home. Yeah. How to take it home. So having that practical experience in the second week is a game changer for a lot of folks. Now, yeah. if you can't come for two weeks and you can only come for one week, still worth it because you get at least enough to work on right. <laughs> for the next time. And sometimes you come back six months later or nine months later. That's right. And get the and, rest of it. And a lot of people do come back, like you said, um, more regularly when they're working on something. Um, so whatever fits people's schedules, I say, go for it because your body wants to heal and all you have to do is give it a little bit. And the more you give, the more you want to do it. Have you found that sometimes? And it's like a mindset. The more you eat healthy, the more you feel like doing things, right? The more you eat unhealthy, the more you feel like sitting around and you don't have that interest. You might somewhere in your brain want to do it, but you know, you can't really quite reach it. Right. So I think a lot of times what I've seen in guests that people, um, it wakes them up on the inside. Like, oh, I didn't know I could feel this good at my age. Right. Oh, I can still do this. Oh, I didn't know I could get numbers like that. And they meet other people who are either sicker than them and make them motivated not to be that way. Uh-huh. Or they'll meet people and it's not a competitive environment, no, but it's more like, oh my gosh, let's do this together. Right. Let's all go walk together. Let's eat together. Let's share cooking together. Right. Let's talk about our favorite restaurants when we go home and see how we're going to modify that uh-huh. so we can have our social life. Right. What do you think about social life in Pritikin as far as do you have to give up everything that tastes good for you? Is it possible that something that tastes good could actually be good for you? I, I have to tell you on, uh, I think it was Saturday night, uh, Chef Vincent cooked the most amazing scallops. I called my husband and I said, I could eat any of this what he served tonight at any of the finest restaurants we've ever been wow. to. What a it was ama- I told him this afternoon. <laughs> he, it was really amazing. It was so you awesome. Didn't miss the salt. You didn't miss butter. Not at all. Because he has really seasoned. upped the uh, food program here. Good. Right. And I've heard um, that a lot actually recently. You've seen some of those changes. Yes, over the years. absolutely. In terms yeah. of presentation, in terms of food. Um, but you don't have to eat salt. In fact, once your taste buds get used to it after three or four days here, 
the fruit tastes different and the carrots taste different and the celery tastes different. And you, you it's just all sweeter and tastier. And um, when you go home, even if like so, sodium isn't my issue, thankfully, but I don't salt my food. And when I go home, if I go to a restaurant and I have some soup somewhere, I usually can't eat it anymore. Right. It doesn't taste good. No, it what, tastes wait, horrible. Wait, so what's bad for you now tastes bad? Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> That's exactly. like when we've come full circle and yeah. we actually want what's good for us. I've noticed that uh, people have said, thanks a lot, Dr. Fruge. You just ruined my favorite restaurant. Uh, <laughs> now I'm losing weight and a, I'm not even trying because I'm just choosing things that are healthier because they agree with me better. Right. I don't like to be weighed down with all that yeah. uh, heavy food. You know, one of the things I really like about Pritikin is I had done Weight Watchers on and off for years, which I think is a very yeah. good salad plan, but I could not write down another diary. I just, I just couldn't write down one point for this, two points for that ever again. Feel I feel like just, you're being watched and judged. I just couldn't do it. And here I don't have to write down anything because I can eat anything from a list of hundreds of products as much as I want. And I don't have to worry about anything. I have to, I, all I just have to worry about is calorie density, right? Um, which is the basis of the entire program. So if somebody that you knew had never heard of this concept, how would you describe what you learned here about calorie density? Um, first of all, it's very freeing. <laughs> Right. It's not, you can only eat um, this much of this. Right. And... It's, um, you have a chart, you have a guide, you, your vegetables, you eat your fruit, followed by your grains and your dairy. And, and, and then your condiments are your meat, fish, chicken, oils. And depending on what your goals are, if weight loss, then you don't eat your avocado and oils. But if weight loss isn't your thing or it isn't what you need, then you can add that back in. Mm. Or when you get to maintenance, right, right, you can right. add that back in. So it isn't the deprivation. And um, you can have your chocolate pudding. It's just made a little differently than you might get it at your fancy restaurant or or chocolate mousse or whatever it is you Absolutely. like. Absolutely. They have brownies here for dessert. They have stuff, but it's not, um, it's not gimmicky. I remember once walking into a Jenny Craig. I remember this was before I ever found Pritikin and I was sort of at my wits end and like, what am I going to do? I need to lose this weight. And I walked into a Jenny Craig and I, they, I saw all these meals up there and they said, yes, you can pick your meals. Would you like macaroni and cheese or this? And then I'm like, I, I don't eat those kind of foods. I, and I walked out, I never signed up because I knew it, it was not going to be something that was sustainable. This is totally sustainable. That's one of the criticisms I've heard, um, actually from the medical community. Sure, we know lifestyle works, right? Everybody, lifestyle works. But who's gonna really do it? You know, don't spend money on education, don't spend money talking about food because people are just never gonna do what's healthy. Uh, I have issue with that. I was an athlete before I became a doctor and I saw a lot of people do hard things. I saw people break records. I saw people get their bodies in shape in ways that were very inspirational to me. And for uh, the medical community to say something can't be done was quite frankly a challenge to me. And the people I know like you and hundreds of others, yeah, they can just eat one. Yes, they can have their enjoyment socially. Yes, it is sustainable. Yes, when you lower your blood pressure medicine, if you do the lower salt and that becomes what you do, yes, it does last when you go home. Yes, it does change your heart disease and your stroke risk and dementia. 
I don't know if you've heard lately how a lot of these things that we're talking about for heart disease and weight loss actually help with your memory right. and preserving your cognitive well, I've learned ability. that in the lectures here. Mm-hmm. It's really... Which um, we haven't had a lot in that department. We know pills aren't working. We know that by the time someone shows memory loss, that process has been in place for 10 years prior, which means we need to get out ahead of it. So, you know, it's all the whole body. And that's what I like about it. You don't feel like you're making this great effort for one little thing like a dress size. You're actually taking care of, like you said, your whole body. Well, it's called the Longevity Center. It's not a diet place. Right. Not a a fat farm. It's not a fat farm. (laughs) And it's not a spa. Yeah. In fact, I had one of my girlfriends say, I can't believe you didn't invite me, that you were going to a spa and you didn't invite me. And I'm like, no, I'm not at a spa. I'm here to improve my health. I've got real goals when I come down here. And it is relaxing. And don't get me wrong. It, it's fun. And you can do the exercise. It's fun. But it's hard. Yeah. And there are, and we are in Miami and the weather's nice. And, but it's, it's not but a spa. But you're doing personal work and you I'm are doing... detoxing from whatever it might be. Right. And the first couple of days can be a little, uh, you know, tough, like you said, but the reward, the reward that people get. I, I think I see people very satisfied that they went through what they went through because they knew they could do it and they knew they needed to do it and they wanted to right. do it. In some part of them wanted to do it. Right. And I, I'm, I'm excited when I see people conquer what they couldn't do at home. Mm-hmm. And they're not locked down here, are they? No. People are free to go, come and go. Exactly. <laughs> and no right. one's forcing you to do anything. Nope. nope. So I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled uh, for you to take the time to share all of this today. Thank you. Thank um, you for being my doctor. I, I mean, I just think the world of you and how you care for your patients and how you care for the, in the lectures, how you how you just, your, your love of medicine just shines through every day, every time I hear well, you speak. listen, in my family, eating healthy meant staying alive or not. If I can share that with other people, to me, that made my relative's life mean something, right? right? Because we can learn from what we didn't know before and we're standing on the shoulders of the people that came before us and we all want to you know make it better for the person that we care about Mm -hmm. so if when i speak it's entertaining and enjoyable and it teaches you something and it really goes out there and helps you make real life better uh then that's why i come to work that's why i love doing it it's working thank you (laughs) 